Eating is such a vivid experience, and eating with others is pretty intimate. We use all five senses, sight, smell, touch, taste, and sound. All five. (laughs) What else do you use all five senses for? So when we have an experience that surrounds a meal, it only heightens the memory. As Marcel Proust wrote, I feel something start within me, something that leaves its resting place and attempts to rise, something that has been embedded like an anchor at a great depth. I do not know yet what it is, but I can feel it mounting slowly. I can measure the resistance. I can hear the echo of the great spaces traversed. Will it ultimately reach the clear surface of my consciousness? This memory, this old dead moment, which the magnetism of an identical moment has traveled so far to importune, to disturb, to raise up out of the very depths of my being? I cannot tell. Now I feel nothing. It has stopped and perhaps sunk back into its darkness from which who can say whether it will ever rise again? Ten times over I must essay the task, must lean down over the abyss, and each time the cowardice that deters us from every difficult task, every important enterprise, has urged me to leave this thing alone, to drink my tea, and to think merely of the worries of today and my hopes for tomorrow, which can be brooded over painlessly. And suddenly, the memory revealed itself. I'm Rosa Tran, and you're listening to Taste of Regret. Every week, we try to find a new subject to to talk about. And this week, we are actually going to be talking about grandparents. And joining us today is my dear friend, Tamara. Hi, I'm Tamara Garfield. I'm 35 years old, and I am a professional actor. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> well, tell us about your grandparents. Oh, goodness. So I had, I don't have any living grandparents currently, although I am married and my husband has a 92-year-old grandpa that is hiking and bowling. Oh my God, I love him. Yeah, he's great. Um, But me, um, I had growing up a grandmother on one side, my mom's side, who we lost... We didn't lose her. Someone told me once, don't say you lost someone because then it confuses people. Like they got lost. I don't know how that confuses anybody. But so my mom's mom, my grandma, Gaudio, uh, passed away when I was 10. Mm -hmm. And then on my dad's side, I had, and I didn't know my um, grandpa on my mom's side. He passed away when she was a teenager. So then I had... My dad's side, which are the only grandma and grandpa I ever had. So, um, grandma and grandpa. Yeah. What, what are their, what's grandma and grandpa's name? We know them as Grandpa Pete and Grandma Elaine. Grandma Elaine. Elaine. <clears throat> now, what did Grandma Elaine do? Grandma Elaine, uh, it, you know, when I know her, she was just a grandma. Right. I don't think she had a, 
had a profession. I mean, I found out later she did, but as a grandma, she golfed. Although she, in her later years, didn't do that anymore. She did play, I think, bridge, but I might have made that up. I just knew she had like a ladies' night. Oh. Um, I heard she drank a lot of vodka. Also didn't know that till later in life. See, wait, this is what we're going to talk about, right? We're going to talk about how we know our grandparents. Go and then for we it. Don't, right? Okay, We so, don't. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so my version of my grandma is uh, just like a... A grandma who liked to watch the people's court and spent most of the day in the kitchen. I'm not sure what she was making. And um, drank tea. You see, I, I always like thought it I- was water in a glass Ooh. with ice. So a lot of water. She's a health nut per se. She had all this food in the fridge that was horrible. Like going, I hated going to my grandma's house if it wasn't a holiday. When I used to have to go there because my parents are like, oh, can you go stay at your grandma's for whatever, like sometimes you stay with your grandparents, it was like kind of not great or I would like want to bring my own snacks and I'm not even like like a really snack person. It's just they had nothing and a snack there would always be um, something pseudo healthy. Like she had all these different diet dressings. Like so she would serve you like carrot sticks or broccoli which or cauliflower, which as an adult I love. But as a kid right. – that was not great. No. And then she'd have a version of salad dressing to go with it, but it was never like, it wasn't like we got Hidden Valley Ranch or something tasty. It was always like something, something, diet, fat-free, low sodium. Ugh. Or I've never had Miracle Whip before except at her house. And it was, I was like, what is this? This isn't mayonnaise. Like it doesn't taste like mayonnaise. And then yeah. weird cheese strips that kind of look like craft Singles, but they're like called like veggie slice, no sodium. No dairy, no, I don't even know. It just wasn't, it was just like for a kid, you're like, just you want to go to grandma's house and you want like warm cookies coming out of the oven. And that never happened. Like You just, you were just thinking of grandma on TV. Grandma on TV, yeah. That's who you, that's whose house you wanted to go to. Yeah. Now my grandma was lovely though. So smart, like amazingly smart lady, crossword puzzles, um, great conversation, especially as I got older. And my grandpa, um, he was very into sports, like he watched games on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And um, his I remember very early adopter with computers and stuff. We always had a computer my whole childhood, even. I mean, we we're early to everything. And I remember my grandpa having email and having prodigy.net and it being like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> the dial up sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, and we had they on Atari, we'd play a game called Grandma's House where you would. Has anybody played that game? Like, do you ever play that game? Mm-mm. Do you like move furniture into grandma's house? <laughs> That's all I remember was like the whole goal of the Atari game was to move the furniture into grandma's house. Hilarious. And I remember playing that at grandma's house on the Atari. Did you win anything for moving furniture into grandma's house? I don't know because here's the thing. I never play games that you can win. Like I find myself always like playing like Katamari or, or games that just have tons and tons of levels or like wordscapes on my phone. Right. There's no winner. There's and no, yet I can't stop. There's no winner. So at your grandma's house. Oh, yes. We're at my grandma's house. And I'm just. So she gave you Miracle Whip. But I mean, what year was this? What is that era? Is, wasn't oh, it like, like the, late 80s, early 90s? When everybody's trying to eat healthy, but everything's fat free and everything's They just don't so know. Gross. Yeah. It's like, you know, if we just ate more fresh things, it would probably be better. But instead, she's getting all these diet this. Prepackaged items. Exactly. Yeah. 
Now, I do remember they had the most beautiful house I've ever seen. And it, it wasn't big. It was like a patio home from Arizona. Mm-hmm. So there are beautiful big houses there, obviously, because it's not Los Angeles. Right. But they were in like a kind of like a golfy community area. So there's this, a patio home, which means that they didn't share any walls, but they kind of shared some common areas. Like mm-hmm. a, there was like a pool that was like four houses shared mm-hmm. with like a little cabana and stuff. And like, wow, they had, you know, their own little pool thing. And sounds had, great. Yeah. And um there was a <laughs> there was a room. Does every grandparent have this or is this just my twisted childhood? Like I've seen this in movies, but I didn't think besides us that anybody had this. Did you have like a room that you were not allowed to go into? No. Yeah. So their entire beautiful, gorgeous, large living room is just completely off off limits to me and my brother. And covered in clear plastic. And like the most, <laughs> the most beautiful antiques, like crazy. Okay, well, where's all, okay. So yes. after Grandma Elaine passed, was she the last one or was Grandma Pete, uh, Grandpa Pete still alive? So they, oh, sad. Oh, they died two weeks apart. Oh my God. I know. Oh no, that is after the sweetest. <laughs> oh. They were married for 58 years. Stop. I know, That's so sweet. right? And when it was like, oh, heartbreaking. Yeah. Um. So where is all that stuff? Well, well, I was gonna say. Well, after Grandma passed, did you just run right into that room? Yeah. Basically, I mean, <laughs> just like, sit on everything. Like, I'm on the chair, like, like a little jerk. <laughs> I mean, you weren't gonna do anything wrong to it. You just wanted to touch it. Um. Gosh, <laughs> I have so much commentary that on what happens after people pass and what people do with loving loved ones belongings and how weird things get and i think that i mostly noticed that from my family and i mean to get really basic my dad's an antique dealer and my grandparents had a whole house full of antiques oh my gosh. so there's not much left and there was very much a scramble after we lost, they passed away, um, at least for me, to be able to retain a memory or two because the, I mean, it was just my dad and his brother were the only children, but they were mm-hmm. they were ready to just move on and liquidate. And I wanted little pieces of things. And so I definitely, when I lost my grandparents, went in there and not just sat on every chair. I was like, okay, what? Can I keep before these adults? Because I they I was in college. I had no use for anything. Like right. I didn't. I don't want anything. I don't want right. any money. I didn't. Nothing like that. Right. I just wanted like mementos. And I was like, man, I grabbed my my aunt told me, you're the only one in this family the same size as your grandma. My grandma's a real little lady. If you want any of her clothes, you just go take them. And I was like, oh so awkward but it's so awkward so awkward but i i did i mean and i just just to have the smell and the memory and she she had all these like mohair sweaters i love her um which i have not i don't trying to i found like one or two recently but i had like 12 of them from her and i don't know what i did with them i don't know if they just kind of fell apart i mean some of them were really old a lot of her clothes are from mervyn's in the 80s and Are there like amazing shoulder pads? Shoulder pads. Yes. Um, Did she look like Sophia Petrillo? Okay. 
So the other day, <laughs> you know, everybody's been doing that face app. Yes. Someone, um, like I was like on a, maybe it was a BuzzFeed had done, you know, was showing the funniest celebrities on the face app. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I scrolled mm-hmm. to one and I stared at it and I cracked up laughing. And I texted my brother. He said, Hey, look, it's grandma, it's grandma Elaine. And he's like, what? And I sent him the picture and it was oldified Lady Gaga. <gasps> Get out. No, not joking. He wrote, he was like, ha, 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 She was like, she, okay, so I saw pictures of her when she was young. Very pretty lady. And then I saw, you know, I, her as my grandma, but she would not be out without bright red lipstick on. Her hair is perfectly curled. She always wore pins, like brooches. Yeah. Like just, if it's, you know, and uh, so she was Jewish and- that half of my family is, but they were like Jewish light. And so we celebrated Christmas too, but not as a religious holiday, just right. as another. So she always had like a Christmas pin oh, or cute. a candy cane pin or, and all these little matching outfits. And yeah, in the early nineties, you know, purple suit perfectly. Yeah. It was great. I love it. I got so many, um, good memories of just her outfits that I just wish I had kind right. of retain kept yeah yeah that's the hardest thing about losing someone you can say you can say it on here if you want screw that person who said you can't say it you can say whatever you want um after losing someone it's like what do you do with all their stuff and it's so hard to like come to terms with like well shit i gotta get rid of everything right like what am i gonna do with all this stuff and you know i remember doing it after my father passed and it was very um it was very difficult yeah, and there were a lot of heirlooms. Now, what I do have currently of hers that I was just, t- I took out recently and kind of marveled at and went, why do I have this and what do I do with it? And then just put it back in the cabinet. I have a set of dishes. Ooh. So that was like a collection mm-hmm. of hers. She had a bunch of sets of dishes. Mm-hmm. And she, when I was I don't, probably a teenager, she was like, you get a set of dishes when I die. And I was like, I don't want you to die. So, and I really don't care about getting a set of dishes. Yeah. She's like, well, you make sure that you get your set of dishes. So I want you to go in the living room and go through the the living room, not allowed in, right? I want you to go through all these, they're like ornate Japanese cabinets. Wow. Like all this stuff is crazy antiques, buffet, whatever. She was like, go through each thing and you're going to find a set of dishes and pick your favorite set of dishes and let me know. And I was like, I really, well, I want to go in that room and I want to see it's in the cabinets, but I really don't want to do this. But I did. And I remember I just picked something because I liked, it had purple and pink flowers and it was really pretty. Turns out, okay, so this is where it flashes forward. She wrote down that those were for me. Turns out. I picked apparently the really expensive set. Good of eye, everything. Tam. Good, good eye. eye. <laughs> Ask my husband. I have a really good sense of expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I was like 14. Just picked the pink and purple right. ones. So I have these like Bavarian 1930s. Um, I guess it's Dresden is. If there's anybody on here that's into antiques or uh, German, <laughs> that's China. Gonna, that's going to be the spinoff to this one in antiques yes. podcast. Um, I have this amazing set in our house and it's not even protected well. And I got it out the other day because we had the earthquakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, why don't I have this packed in better? And then I did nothing to fix it, but I need to do that. Um, I'm going to text you yeah. until you get it done. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and oh, it's just a matter of going online and getting those really fancy like right carrier things. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I have those based on. But it was yeah. I remember that. That's part of the whole thing. Like family members afterwards, just. And then I I acquire these, and I'm in college. Uh, my grandparents died when I was uh, a junior in college. So now I have all these dishes and all these mohair sweaters and I'm in a dorm room and I'm like, great, what do I do with all this? Uh, but I'm glad I've, I've seemed to somehow stash them. Hung on to them. My adult life. Yeah. yeah. That's so, it's like you, you'll take it out and you think of her and maybe you'll make a holiday meal on one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Cause I, that's the other thing is I learned this, like, don't touch the good stuff thing. Remember the room you can't I go know. in? I know. That's how it is at our family too. Maybe Asian and Jewish people are very similar. I got both sides. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I find that those families are very similar. We can have a follow up podcast, a follow up yeah. episode to this. Yeah. yeah. They're so similar. Everything new you got to put away. Yeah. Use the old stuff. And I'm like, no, it's new. I want to use it. But then I've become this crazy old lady that won't peel off the plastic off of this brand new fan. It's been on there. So my husband comes in, pulls it right off. I was like, thank you. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. I, (laughs) um, my brother's girlfriend loves to walk through my house and take the price tags off things. I never take them off. Me neither. I'm, I always think maybe I won't like it and I'm going to like take it back maybe. or I shouldn't have gotten it or I don't deserve it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Definitely. No. It's this guilt. It's this guilt <laughs> that you're not, that you don't need new stuff. Well, I do need it. You know what? You do need it. You work hard. You deserve it. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's another thing about my grandparents. They, I, they definitely instilled all kinds of guilt in me. Definitely. Like, you don't need that. Like, why are you going to do this? Lots of, everything was questioning. And I don't know why. Because I think they just do. Yeah. Yeah. So what else about your grandma? Oh, um, this tough lady, Mrs. Uh, Rosenblum? Well, she was a Garfield by she then. Was a Garfield. By then. Okay. Yeah, because she married Peter Garfield, my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Pete. Um, I do remember her being very um, domineering towards him. Like, she's just always kind of like telling him what to do. <laughs> Turn that down and stuff like that. Um, And I do have a really funny memory of her always just kind of, kind of being that lady that was kind of like just a little bit overbearing towards him. And he was just so calm and cool about it. And then one day when we were teenagers again, because my brother and I were talking about this. So we were two years apart. So I must've been like 15 and he was 13. I don't know why we're over there, but it was like, a holiday or something, and she was just really exceptionally, for lack of a better word, naggy that day. Like, just really like, you know, don't do this with your shoe. Don't do that. And I think he just had it up to there. I just, he was done that. And that was the day. Oh, my God. And that day, oh my God. he sat on the couch, and he got all up, all his strength, and he was like, he was just like, you be quiet. <laughs> And me and my brother just cracked up laughing so loud. Like it was like just busting up in the kitchen. We couldn't stop laughing. And everybody's like stressed out. All the family members are all stressed out. Is this a big fight? Like what's happening? And me and Danny are just like, Danny's my brother. It happened. He finally found his voice. And like no one should talk to another person. Like you be quiet. Like that's not a nice thing. Not a nice way to talk to somebody else. But for someone that had been kind of like pestered at yeah for that long that moment oh Um, grandpa Pete. yeah grandpa Pete. 
Did you spend your holidays with these grandparents? Yes. Every holiday was with these grandparents because I only had one other grandma and then she was gone after I was 10. So every holiday until they, I mean, all the way through my childhood was always with them. So even, and even after my, my parents got divorced my senior year, but we still worked it out that, you know, we would still see everybody. So they did that for us. Yeah. Yeah. That's really sweet. Um, yeah, every holiday. I mean, and oh gosh, like remember I said that at the beginning, it was always like you smell the, the food cooking and you want it, but there's so many things that have to happen. So if right. it's a birthday, it's like we have to do presents. And then, you know, there's a, she always used to make little table cards, like mm-hmm. little name cards. So everybody had an assigned seat. Remember, she's a little bit controlling. <laughs> I'm seeing this now in my adulthood. And as a kid, it was just, this is where you sit, you know? And then, um, yeah, we didn't, they, we never ate in the dining room. Like they had next to the room you're not allowed to go into was another room, a dining room. Mm -hmm. This is not a big house. This sounds so big. It's only a two bedroom house. It just had all these fancy areas. Little nooks. Yeah, and like they even had um a bidet. They had Whoa. a bidet and a sunken tub that went carpet to the edge and then went <gasps> two feet into the ground in their bathroom slash bedroom suite. Like it was a cool house. I don't know if it was made in the 80s, but it had- Schmancy Scottsdale. We well, it wasn't even there. Scottsdale. It was technically Phoenix, but it, yeah, it's Schmancy. Yeah. Right. There's like an area, the Biltmore, which always in every town, I think there's a Biltmore in every town and of that's course. fancy. But that was the area they're in. But yeah, they had like the, uh, have you ever seen, well, of course you have, but you know the textured wallpaper? Yes. They had textured wallpaper in every room, like gold foil. Yeah. So next to the room you're not allowed to go into (laughs) was a formal dining room. And the whole ceiling of the formal dining room is a mirror. So I also remember just being a kid and just like staring at it because it's so long to eat. So you're just sitting in the chair, just like making faces in the ceiling, like just sitting around. You're assigned to see. But we never went in there if it wasn't a holiday. Otherwise, you just ate at the kitchen table and watched people's court. Okay. Yeah. So that was like the holiday thing. And she was very, she puts out the certain tablecloth, a certain little placemats, the little things with your name on it. She had a brooch. Oh, yeah. What was, it, what was the last brooch you remember her wearing? I feel like the last one I remember has got to be the candy cane one. Yeah. But I have a couple of other ones that were hers, but they're all just like sparkles or yeah. something like that. Just everyday brooches. Yeah, everyday gold little swoosh. It's kind of like a Nike swoosh, but it's like more of a maybe like a musical note kind of thing. In general, other than the annoyance of food and a little bit of their bickering, they're really good grandparents. Like lots of fun games, took us to – Theater, like I said, they had like a children's theater they would take us to. There was always um, a cool event that they would find. And they always just like me and my brother loved hanging out there except for the food. Um, (laughs) Except for on holidays when we had good food. Now, to the point of water. At my wedding, I found out that usually from some relatives of mine, Apparently that wasn't water and that most of the time my grandma was just drinking a martini in the kitchen on ice. That's why she was in the kitchen all the time. Yes. So that's what I found out. <laughs> and I was like, what was she doing? Because she's cooking all the time, but there wasn't that much food. And it turns out that she was just always in the kitchen 
drinking and they didn't want the kids to see it. So she's drunk in the kitchen arguing apparently with the whole family. We're sitting in the living room watching TV just going, when are we going to start this? Like, oh my God. we're so hungry and you're smelling the regular food. So the regular food's cooking. Right. Um, and, but you have to do, you know, the Seder before dinner because you do. What did grandma make you that you loved eating the most? The thing that my grandma made that I loved the most was butter noodles. Although I didn't know that that's, that they were butter. I knew she made a noodle dish and that's my childhood memory is the smell of this noodle dish. When you walk in the house, it would just kind of permeate everywhere. And I have no idea what makes that almost like crunchy smell if it's just overcooking something, but every now and then I'll cook something and it'll make that smell. And it's usually like Thanksgiving and I'm almost burning something like green beans for too long. It gets that caramelization, that crunch. And I think it's from burning butter yeah. or grease. And that smell smells that like nutty flavor. Yeah. That's my favorite thing. And so she used to make this and I believe it had water chestnuts on it, which I didn't know. Um, once again, she didn't have a, uh, sense of taste. She got her temperatures right and the juiciness right. So that's good. Yeah. And when was the last time you had this buttered noodle dish? Oh my gosh. I haven't eaten this buttered noodle dish since sometime in high school. So at least 20 years. Um, well, I made it for you today. I hope it's it's got that crispy top. But I did embellish a little bit on it because I was like, I don't know how to get all this to stick together. So I did what I instinctively would do. I'm, I'm going to go grab it for you. I'm so excited. Wait, I have to, before I open this, even though I can smell it and it's bringing back so many crazy memories, this is so much like the delicious dish from SNL. Do you remember that? No. Oh my gosh, with Molly Shannon and Anna Gasteyer. Mm-mm. And it was a skit where every episode they would eat food and they're like, welcome to the delicious dish. Oh yes, I do now. Yeah. <laughs> On the NPR. This is it. This is this is this it. it. We're doing it. We're this doing is the it. delicious dish. Oh my god! In real life, this is the delicious dish. This is the delicious dish. Today, I'm going to be eating my grandmother's noodles. <laughs> I'm very excited, but I have to say, I'm so excited. This is crazy. Oh, oh my gosh! It looks just like it. Like it's even got the little crunchy top to it, and the smell. I can't even. Oh, I burned myself. That's fine. Um, I can't tell you how weird this is and how much it smells like my grandparents house and how much I did not think I would be emotional about this I'm like super emotional like I'm super emotional <laughs> oh my gosh yeah good job oh, thank <laughs> I haven't you. even tried it yet it is very hot I took it out of the oven just to get out of the oven and you know I honestly came in here going oh I don't have any good stories or anything to talk about but who knew <laughs> like that when you lose your grandparents and you're, you know, like college is a tough time as it is. Like you're semi-adult and um, kind of just get thrown in the world. And I was driving around in my grandpa's car. Like I had, like this smells like it, like kind of always smelled like noodles probably. <laughs> so yeah. Wow. Good where job, does, Rosa. Where does the smell take you? Oh, this takes me right to their garage because it had they had the loudest garage. But when we get there, we didn't always to their house. We didn't always go in the front door. A lot of times we go in the garage. You could, like, hit the button, like mm-hmm. you open the door and go right into the kitchen. And this is the smell. 
This is a small my grandma's kitchen. <gasps> the water chestnut crunch. Mm, I'm eating. How does this sound? Sounds delicious. How much of this am I supposed to eat? I want more. You can eat as much as we want, as you want. Oh my gosh. Wait, where's yours? Just for you. I made you an extra one to take home. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Mm. You got the crunchy noodle top. That's the part everybody fights for. Good job. Good job, Rosa. <laughs> Thanks. This is great. Is this so the last time you had it was what for Hanukkah? It was probably a Hanukkah or it could have been a birthday or it could have been um Christmas cuz we did both. Could have been gosh, let's see. So if my grandparents, you know, they cooked Right up until they ended up getting moved out of their house into uh, assisted living because my grandma had, um, she had like, I don't remember what happened to her, something, she got sick. And then they had to move her to assisted living and it was horrible and nobody wanted them to move out of their house. She didn't want to move out of their house, my grandpa, but they didn't want to be separate. And then she had to go into the nursing side of it because of her, I don't even know what was wrong with her. I feel like it started with like, a blood clot that didn't get taken care of right. And then suddenly like she was going to lose her leg or something, Ooh. something crazy. And it was like a really fast right. situation. And they put her in a nursing home. And my grandpa was like broken hearted. And that summer was the summer between my junior and senior year. No, my sophomore. Yeah. Junior and senior year of college that summer. And I didn't, I I usually had stayed and done like an internship or something, but my dad said, is there any chance you could come home and take care of, help out with grandpa because he's going to be by himself at the house. He's never lived by himself in 58 years. And so I went and spent my summer with him and I took him to CPK for lunch every day. He never had California pizza kitchen. He ate the same thing that my grandma made every day, but she wasn't there. So I took him to CPK every day because hmm. um, it was right down the street. And then... I went back to school and he fell. Oh, they moved him. When I went back to school, they moved him into the assisted living, but in the regular side. And he went on the elevator to go visit her on the nursing side and he (gasps) forgot his cane and he fell and he broke his hip (gasps) and it went down from there. And so he passed away. And then two weeks later, she passed away. She couldn't be without him. It was, it was sad, (laughs) but I don't know why I'm telling you that part of the story. Uh, because that does not answer the question. No, it's okay. The question when was the last time I had this? But I feel like until whatever that very rapid uh, decline was, which was in college, I probably had this on a college home, probably Christmas time, probably uh, when I was probably 19 years old or something, being home and going over to their house with trading off of divorced relatives to visit. So, yeah. Good. I'm glad you like it. Mm-hmm. This is great. I was very scared. I was very scared to do this today, to do podcasts, because I uh, don't – I'm a very talkative person, but I don't think people know me that well, and because I don't always share those kind of feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a ton of friends, but you just don't have time. You just right. – Got to get out what you're doing this week and then move on. 
So thank you. Oh, no, thank you. We never think of our grandparents to have existed before we ever came along. And our parents, too, for that matter. But they did. They were these fascinating people that we probably discovered only after they left us. And since we can't go back in time, we have to make every moment count. Spend as much time as possible. Ask questions and see where that takes you.